This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text Flash Film to 74121. That's one word, Flash Film to 74121. All right, let's get started. Pause for a second. I know you're in the middle of something dope, but I wanted to make sure I tell you about a course over at Flash Film Academy that changed the game for me. It literally took my business from attracting mostly low-end clients to consistently landing and closing bigger clients with bigger budgets. It's called the five key steps for creating an effective portfolio that converts. If you're a photographer, videographer, editor, colorist, or graphic designer, it's very simple. This course teaches you how to take what your brand does well and present those things in a way that help the clients understand how your brand can solve their problems. When clients are trying to make a decision on why or even if they should work with you, blasting them with your best video clips set to music won't cut it anymore. It doesn't set you apart, show value, or help buyers in the process of making a decision. This course teaches you how to create a commercial for your brand providing a first impression that will help 10x your ability to land quality clients. Remember, if you can't effectively tell your story, clients won't hire you to effectively tell their story. Go to flashfilmacademy.com today to get started. Use promo code POD5, that's P-O-D-5, to save 15% off this course. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's really good? I'm Ty. I am black by popular demand. And today we're going to talk about really good topic. We got a lot of people that don't want to go into being a content creator. They don't want to be a content creator. They want to be a cinematographer. And that is fine. That is absolutely fine. We're going to have a little bit of a debate that's going to punch some people in the throat. But that's what we do here. All right. We punch people in the throat because there is a big difference. What's up, everybody in the chat room? There is a this this industry has two sides to it. Right. They have the filmmaker side. Then they have the content creator side. And. I'm just going to be honest about both sides and you need to hear both sides. I don't want you to feel like I don't want to misguide you or mislead you in the difference because there is a huge difference in each side. Um, 
It's, and you got to know the difference between the two. First, let's talk about the filmmaking side. As a filmmaker, there's usually two routes you can go. You can go. One is you're shooting your own film um, with the purpose or reason behind it to get discovered, to have your film picked up, to enter film festivals, to be recognized as a filmmaker, to either have your movie picked up, bought, and, and you know, recreated or sold, or you want to be discovered so that you can be picked up to work on bigger projects. Those are usually the only two ways, unless you say, hey, I want to put a movie out. I want to market it. I want to sell, I want to sell it. I want to make the money. And in that terms, you're more of a content creator. But we'll get to that in a minute. So if you want to be a cinematographer out, if you want to get a job, because being a cinematographer is a job. It's a job. You don't own it. It's a job. You're hired to work with somebody else's project to help build their project, right? You're you're helping somebody build their dreams. Real quick, if you're not subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. And I even forgot to go into my spill, so I'm going to go into that a little bit now because we got some people and this is their first time watching the channel. Listen, Flash Film Academy is about the business side of content creation. If you want to learn how to remove hair off your mother's chin and her photos this is not the place to go if you want to learn the business side come along for the ride because we're here to turn passion into profit see i'm a poet and didn't even know it anyway um so let's talk about that a little bit if you're a cinematographer you are you have a job somebody's hiring you to build their dream right using your skill set it's fine being a cinematographer if that is the case i would suggest that you go to film school um, so that you can be prepared to step into that job, into that role, to function as they will need you to function. College is a great place to develop workers. And I don't mean that negatively, but it is a place to teach you how to work for somebody. There's nothing wrong with that. That's why businesses recruit from colleges. That's why businesses require you to have a degree because it says that you know how to work for somebody. And as a cinematographer who wants to be hired, it's a great way to put yourself in position to work for somebody. There's nothing wrong with that. Definitely go for it. Put this up because I'm getting messages. Okay, there we go. Um, so there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That is the route I would go if you want to be a cinematographer. Now, if you want to shoot your own movie, post it, host it, share it, and make money off of it, it's more important that you understand the business side because if you understand the business side, you can hire a cinematographer. You're going to hire a gaffer. You can hire a crew. The hardest part about a movie is not filming it. It's the business side. It's marketing the movie. It's getting the movie in places so people can see it and the movie can make a profit so that you can live and or invest in your next project. What's going on? We all the way from Nigeria. What's up? Much love out there. Much love from Hawaii and everybody that's tuning in from all over. Post where you at. I love to see those locations. We got we got Cali. Post those locations, everybody. Let's get that going. Um, so it is important that you understand the business side of it. Because nowadays, today in 2020, you can shoot a movie and go straight to Netflix from your garage. You can go straight to Amazon Prime. You can go straight to YouTube. You don't need a middleman no more. The, the studios are just investors. They just invest a ton of money into a project 
that they can market and push out. That's it. They don't do anything special. They have experience and the expertise to help you finish the project, to invest in it, and they understand the business side of it. Just like a, a record label right now. There's no way I would sign a deal with a record label. I would put it out myself. Orlando, Houston, this is Barbados. That's what's up. Tampa. He said, let's go Bucks. I got some people out there in Tampa. Shreveport, you up the street. Houston, you up the street. VA, 703. Albuquerque, I love driving through there. Long Island, we all over the place. I love it. Much love to you, brother. Much love. London, haven't been there, but I will be there someday. Orlando, that's what's up. I'll tell you a little trick about, a little story about Orlando real quick. I'm not going to tell you. I went to Orlando. I was working for some stuff on uh, on uh, Disney. And uh, I remember, I tell friends this all the time, when I left the airport in Orlando, you go through tolls. And there's so many tolls between the airport and like um, and like Disney. I was so mad because I'm like, ma'am, I see the next toll coming up. Can I just pay you twice and just keep driving? No, you got to stop there. Like, come on. The next toll is right there. Y'all can't just take double the money. So, you know, the Netherlands, what's up? More Tampa, Dallas, Garland, San Antonio. I was out there too at Fort Sam Houston, Arizona. We got people all over the place. I love it. So let me get back to it because we got people listening and I want to make sure they get, they get the content they need up quick and early. African content creators, let's, let's connect. Let's do it. Um, so you can be a cinematographer, but the most valuable side of content right now it's understanding the business side. It's the most valuable side. It's it's more valuable than your ability to film. It's more valuable. Colorado, that's what's up. I need to get out there too. Um, so you want to make sure that it's okay. It, it's fine to be a con- to be a cinematographer. I'm not knocking at it. That's where you want to go. The route is school. The route is networking. Um, the route is being with a company that can utilize your skills and talents while also shooting on the side so that you can continue to develop a name for yourself. That is how you would go about being a cinematographer. Good resume, good demo reel, um, making sure that you network with the right people, making sure that you are on projects that do great things so that your name can get out there. Um, Making sure that you're good at what you do, Making sure that you develop a style that's unique to yourself so that when you're brought in to a project, you're brought in because of your abilities to provide, um, you know, to provide your style. You know, Michael Bay movies got a certain look, even though it's a director. Stephen King movies or Stephen King stories have a certain feel. Different people are normally associated with different feels. There's directors that only specialize in horrors and thrillers. Um Steven Spielberg is one of the guys that's kind of all over the place. He can go from, you know, a, a crazy story to like the color purple. And you're just like, wow, like certain people are have certain feels to them. Certain people are just multi-talented. You know, Quentin Tarantino movies got a certain feel to them. You know, when you're watching the Quentin Tarantino movies, the cuts are different. And they usually they usually make um, they usually have a tight group of editors, you know, um, Editors, you got all kind of cinematographers or people that that's in their their group, their niche. They got a tight group of um, a team that they work with on every project or or a lot of projects. Um, Tyler Perry is kind of the same. He has a group of people he work with. 
Um, George Lucas is the same. So you can think of all your top directors, producers. They have a group that help them produce, you know, content in a way that fits their idea. Spike Lee, all of the guys that I love. Spike Lee, I'm, I'm a big fan of Spike Lee. I just love his style. Um, he's one of my favorite filmmakers, and he has a unique style. There's certain shots that will be in every Spike Lee movie. That's just what he do. It's just him. So as a cinematographer, you can become a part of someone's team, if not grow in a way where you can build your own team. Now, however, if you want to shoot movies, it's completely different. It's a whole different lane. I Filmmaking is my passion, right? I love to shoot movies. That's just me. I got five on Amazon. I plan on doing a whole lot more. Once I finish with the master course and put that out, I got a web series that I want to work on. And of course, I will bring, you know, you guys at Flash Film Academy along um, the ride. But I filmmaking is my passion. It's what I love to do. Uh, and it's what caused me to take this journey into finding a way to make a living off of loving my camera. Um, however, because I am rooted in the business side of it and I understand the value of content, I want to be able to fund it, shoot it, distribute it myself. In 2020, a movie with a $30,000 budget can go and make tons of money on streaming sites if you understand how to market it. I don't want to go through a big Huge. Not saying I would never would, but my goal isn't to go through a big studio, um, because I understand the, the I understand the value of content. An example that I use a lot is think about the Wizard of Oz. Right? Think about how much money it continues to make every year. Think about all the Christmas st- movies that you see every Christmas. You don't see these movies no time of year other than Christmas. I tell you all the time. And, and that's why it's important to own it and pass it on to your kids. And, you you know, wealth, wealth 50 years ago came from um, owning land. Wealth 50 years ago came from um, physical property. Wealth for the next 50 years will come from intellectual property. It will come from um, content. It will come from who owns content. That's why you see a lot of artists fighting for their masters. In the next 50 years, you will have created something that will continue to make money. If, it, if it's audio is out of sync, do me a favor. Uh, just try to refresh real quick. So it's something to definitely think about. Let me see. Yeah. So um, wealth in the future will come from intellectual property. It will come from owning content that keeps making money. If you created the Christmas story which was a good Christmas movie. You know, the one where the guy tongue got stuck to the pole and the dad won the lamp or the leg that just so happened to break. That movie keeps earning money over and over again. Every Christmas, some network is paying millions, millions to, uh, to replay that over and over again. Let's read it. It's out of sync. Let me pull this up here. All right. Hopefully it's a little bit better. Um, so you intellectual property is definitely the way to go. Let me do this real quick. Uh, we'll do testing one, two, and then we'll come back. So, um, something you would, you definitely want to think about intellectual property as a cinematographer. 
make sure that you invest in understanding how how to package it, how to sell it, how to distribute it, and work on your own projects. All right? Yes, right. You're going to shoot your eye out, that movie. So even if you want to be a cinematographer, it's not bad to learn the business side of it. It's very important to still learn the business side of it, to have the ability to to know the value of um, to know the value of your content. A great way of doing it is when you're working with companies, you have a production company and you know the value of your content with that company. Taking your advice from the past, I'm saving up on my business income to get that transit vehicle in 2021. Can't wait to get that bad boy wrapped. Um, Who do you use to design your print on my transit wrap? So the company that wraps it, I use a company called Zilla Wraps. Um, They design it all in-house. It's a part of the part of the price. They'll design it because they can know what they can print, what they can't print. They know about sizes and ratios. Um, They'll they'll the company that you get the wrap from will design it for you. Typically. Typically, I hope you guys are getting a little bit of better audio on my end is showing on time, but I can't I can't see what uh, if I pull it up, then you'll hear double audio. I can't see uh, what you guys can see. But one thing I want to make sure I touch on is the fact that you guys understand that you can be a cinematographer. There is still a place for a cinematographer. Definitely. That route is a route that's through school. It's a route that is a job. And that's fine. Nothing. I don't want to knock that. I'm not. I'm not knocking that. It's a job. It is a job. So you have to approach it like you would any other job. Be good at it. Make sure you got degrees, certifications. Make sure you network with the right people. Make sure you work your way up. It may be a situation where you may have you may have to go get coffee for a while until you get that opportunity. You may have to ride the bench until you get the opportunity to start. What I license a headshot. I would not. I personally wouldn't. Unless it's a celebrity or something. But I wouldn't. Um, so it, it's, there is a place for it. I, on my hand, I hire cinematographers for my business, right? Because if I got the business side and I've, and I've allocated that into my cost, I know what my costs are compared to what I'm charging a client, I'll hire a cinematographer and you can go out and film it. That's fine. Who's going to get the biggest check? Me or you? What part of of the tree do you want to be in? And and I'm going to tell you something that me and a friend of mine had a conversation on. Um, And it's one of the things I really, let me get my my jewel alert. It's real important. Real important that you understand this. If you don't learn nothing from Ty, if you don't learn nothing from Flash from Academy, learn this. The goal is to make more money off yourself then you allow other people to make off of you. You will be, you will live beyond comfortably if you can, because right now, I guarantee you, I guarantee you right now for whatever company you work for, if you, if you took home half of what you made them, you, your life, your life will triple. Your lifestyle will triple. So, because most companies make Four times, four to ten times what they pay you off of you. The goal is simple. I want to make more money off myself than what I allow somebody else to. I don't care if it's a 51-49 split. I want to make more money off myself 
then I allow somebody else to. That should be your goal. And that is the reason or one of my main focusing points on why I want to own my business, why I want to be an entrepreneur. So. Um, Mr. B. Ags, Ty, what do you think of the argument that, that rap vehicles attacked, uh, attract attention from thieves? Um, so true thieves don't care what's on the outside of the vehicle. A work vehicle got tools, period. So a rap vehicle won't necessarily attract um, more, in my opinion. Well, it will. The thing that it will attract, and a lot of people don't think about this, is bad drivers and lawsuits, right? Because you got commercials playing all day, every day that's saying, I got hit by a semi, I'm paid. I got hit by a, trunk, a company truck and I got $2 million. So they're looking at your rap vehicle thinking you got a fleet of 600 of them. And if I just so happen to hit my brakes in front of this van and I'm hurt, my lawyer is going to sue them for millions of dollars. They don't understand that it's just me. And I got your fault insurance. It's always your fault. No, I'm joking. So that's the only thing that I've seen while I've had my vehicle wrapped. It hasn't attracted more negative attention than positive attention. So um, something to definitely think about. Um, what if you do commercials? Do you need to go to film school? Nope. Not at all. Not at all. Will film school help? Definitely. Do you need to go to film school to film commercials? Nope. Start with filming a commercial for somebody you know. Start small. Find somebody who needs a commercial and shoot it until you get better, until you understand lighting better, until you can take the quality to the next level. You don't need film school. If you're looking to be a cinematographer, you need film school. If you're looking to get a job as a cinematographer, you need film school. The owner don't need a degree. The people he hire, he want them to have a degree just because, just because he can, just because he can. Um, GMO says, would you hire a cinematographer to do cinema work? Oh, wait, let me make sure I get that. Would you hire a cinematographer to do cinema work for your company? Uh, if you have no knowledge on the market and never have done any cinematography work. How would you go about being a, a photographer? Um, so listen, often companies hire people. They don't, you know, they hire people to do things they don't have experience in. I hire copywriters. I'm not aggressive. I'm not the best copywriter. I hire a lot of people to do things that, that, that that's my weakness. There's nothing wrong with that. I would definitely hire someone whose strengths are my weakness. Um, and I would do enough research in that area to know what's good and what's not. I know what's good copywriting and what sucks. You know, I can read it. I'm just not the best writer. It's just my, it's my weak point. I blame Detroit public schools a little bit. Maybe I think when my mother was pregnant, maybe she stood next to the microwave too much. I don't know what it was. No, I'm not blaming her, but ain't no telling what it was. It could just be me. I probably played too much Nintendo or sat too close to the TV or whatever excuse grandparents used to give you. However, um, I understand it's not my strong point. So I'm okay with investing in learning about it and bringing in people to handle that for me. As the channel grow, I plan on bringing in more people. So something to think about. Um, good looking out. It doesn't say the name. It just say Facebook user, but good looking out. He said, I just wanted to stop in and say, hey, I'm new. My buddy Eli recommended I check out Flash Film to help me get started back up with my photography business. I'm currently rewatching Eli's podcast. 
or I was interviewed. Oh, thank you for what you do, man. You're inspiring. Hey, man, I love to support. Listen, let me tell you this real quick. Listen, with YouTube, anybody who's had a YouTube channel can tell you it's hard. There is no instant gratification on YouTube. None. You got to do it because you love it. Hopefully, it'll turn into something. So to get feedback from you guys is what keeps me going. Um, I, I, I really appreciate your support because guess what? This is my passion. This is what I love. There's a handful of people I can sit and talk to this about that get it. That's why the Facebook group is so important because you're around people who get it. Do I got that graphic? Nope, that's not the right graphic. I have to pull it up. But that's why the Facebook group is so important. Um, and it is a it is it is a great place to be. Um, to be around people who who get you, that you can bounce stuff off of, um, that understands where you're coming from and what you're going through. Community. Top five book recommendations. I have them listed on if you go to Flash Film Academy and you go under gear, I've I've five books that I really recommend. So this is the thing. Bailey, good looking out, Bailey. That was the name. Um, let me see. What's the best route if you're most focused on... Wait. What's the best route if you're most focused on post? I don't want to do everything. So I think I want to make sure I understand it, but you want to make sure that you narrow down. You narrow it down. This shirt color, uh, it may be. I don't know. No, it's just, you know, it is what it is. We're still working on that. The Me and the photographer in the bike shop. With, with COVID, everything is super slow. It's super slow. So we're still talking. We're still hearing back. Um. So one thing I want to make sure I talk about, right? Listen. Um, how do you get access to the Facebook group? Just search below right there. Search Flash Film Academy um, for in groups. One one thing I want to talk about is very important. It's very important. Please, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, listen, you cannot have the mentality that you don't want to hire people and want people to hire you. It don't work like that because you don't have the experience of knowing what it's like to actually work with somebody that you spent money with to help you get a return on investment. You can't provide a return on investment if you don't know what it's like to get one. If you don't know what the benefits of spending $1,000 into something that made you too, you can't sell that to a client if you've never experienced it. You got an idea of what it's like, but you've never experienced it, right? It's important that as a business owner, you hire contractors, people, services to help you with your daily business so that you'll know what good customer service is. You'll know what it's like to have a business that works and a business that don't. Because a lot of you guys fall under that business that don't. And you don't understand why. Because you've never been in the client's shoes. We're looking out on the super chat. Um... Good looking out on the super chat. He said, I haven't been able to catch the live stream since, since summertime, but I just want to say thank you for all your advice during the pandemic. I've been so busy lately. I'm grateful. Thank you for your support. Good looking out on the super chat, bro. Much love to you, man. I'm going to keep keep bringing it. Keep bringing it. Um, Do you market, distribute, run ads for videos you produce for your clients? If so, how do you determine 
which platform to distribute their video on. Okay, really quickly, really quickly. That's a great question. Yes, I do this for my clients. To determine um, which platform is very simple. It's very simple, right? Does their product, do they have the type of product or service that people search for? Or do they have the type of product or service that you need to place in front of people, right? So people search for dentists in their area, right? YouTube. People won't search for, um, let's say if you got a client that got bouncy houses, sometimes people search for it. That's kind of, I'm trying to think of something that people need, but they don't really search for like restaurants, right? People that's kind of on a line companies like that. I usually go to Facebook because if you got a Mexican restaurant, I can target everybody who say they like Mexican restaurants and then show the advertisement to them. So usually that's how I gauge it. Sometimes we do both. Sometimes both both work. The benefit of YouTube is you also get coverage on Google if you have a good video that ranks. So you kind of you kind of get both. And then remember that YouTube is a number two search engine. If it's a product, I'm usually on YouTube. If it's a service, I'm usually on Facebook. So, correct. So you got to make sure that you invest in your brand. Make sure you invest in your brand. Now, let me talk a little bit more about the the flip side. I want to talk a little bit about a this is this is a touchy subject that if you spend any time in forms, you want to make sure that you'll you'll see this debate: filmmakers versus content creators, right? So, let me say this as tactfully and nice as I possibly can, because people who call themselves filmmakers will fight you. They'll say wedding videographers aren't filmmakers. You know, you shoot commercials, you're not a filmmaker. Okay, so filmmaker is yesterday's content creator. I'm just going to say it. Filmmakers are yesterday's content creators. Back when the term meant more than it does today. And people are holding on to that title. It is a prestigious, self-inflicted title. Like it is something that I am a filmmaker. How dare you say I'm a wedding? Like, okay. Today, in my opinion, and being a content creator is better. Filmmakers, I'm going to get some kickback, but I'm going to say it. Filmmakers don't awfully, they don't make a lot of money, right? To be a successful filmmaker and make good money, it's like going to the NBA. I know a lot of people that hoop. I know a lot of basketball players. I don't know a lot that's getting paid to play basketball, and that's it. I don't know a lot of people who I know a lot of people that semi pro. I know a lot of people that join leagues. I know a lot of people that play at high levels. I know a lot of people that play in college. I don't know a lot of people that make 100 percent of their income playing basketball. I know a lot of people that create films that love movies. I don't know a lot of people that create 100 percent of their income off filmmaking. That's outside of L.A., Atlanta, maybe New York. I just I'm just want to be real with you. If you know filmmakers that make 100% of their income off their movies, post a one in the comment. I just I know people that have made some money. I know people that tab it here and there. I just I can't name and I know a lot of people that are in this industry that love to do this, that this is what they breathe, love. I know a lot of people that do that. I don't know a lot who can say this big house and this car is all from filmmaking. I just don't know a lot. 
I just want to be real with you. I don't want to pull your leg. However, I know a lot of people that drive the car they want to drive because they're content creators and they solve problems. They provide cinematic solutions. I don't know a lot of people in the NBA. Just want to be honest with you. And I don't want to tell you that's the route to go to be successful and to turn your passion into profit. Only one route can fuel, can fuel the other. Only one route can finance the other. It's not the filmmaking route. It's the content creation route. Because if, be if, you, if you go the content creator route, you start a business, you, you know, you're successful, you can then take that money and dump it into shooting films. I've personally done it. I don't know a lot of filmmakers who go on set as a gaffer or a showrunner, work their way up to director, and then get the money to start a business. I just don't know a lot. Could be my circle. Could be the fact that I don't live in L.A. I've lived in Atlanta before. Atlanta makes more movies and shoot more shows than L.A. right now, believe it or not. I just don't know a lot. So I'm not saying that that is not the route to go. I'm just saying realistically, you can go and try to be a part of a movie set or filming. There's nothing wrong with that. However, wherever you are right now, if you look down the street, if you go to one shopping center, I can show you 50 potential clients, 50 potential customers. I can show you 50 buildings, 50, 50 businesses that need 50 different type of videos right now. Period. Right now during COVID, would you rather be creating content for a movie theater or a business that's a restaurant that need to get people back in the door and show them that we're wiping down counters six times an hour so that you can come in this business and eat? Who would you rather get your check from? Think about that. Um, you know, I, I just I I don't wanna Cause filmmakers will fight you, man. I'm a filmmaker. How dare you? You know, I spend 18 hours on set and we have, you know, we got cold words and keywords and apple boxes and duck clamps. And that's cool, bro. I love it. Do you rock out? Some people take like, like you're going to come across people in life. Could be you could be somebody else that, that takes pride in grinding. There's no progress I, just, I work for 10 hours a day, six days a week. Like, what do you have to show for it? The goal is not to work all day. The goal is to work as least amount as possible and have as all you need and have all of your life. The goal is to have as much free time as you want and as much money as you want. The goal is not to spend 12 hours a day working just to say you work. I don't live in that world. And I come from an area where... I come from Detroit. It's all about plants. Seven on seven. We do seven days a week, 12 hours a day. I'm getting the money. I'm blah, blah, blah. That's cool, but you missed your kid's soccer game, bro. For what? What is that worth to you? I, I don't want to. I'm not that. I'm not that dad. You know what I'm saying? I want to be there for my kids. I know what it's like to have a dad that works all day long. He He grew up in a world where that was the right thing to do. I'm not knocking that. However, the goal is to work the least amount of time as possible to make the most money you can so that you can spend that money in that time with those you love, your family, 
doing what you love to do. That's just how I feel. That's that's my idea of rich. Your idea may be different. There's some people that just want to work. Grind, grind, grind. I'm a grinder. I work hard. I get up at 6. I don't get home to 12. I'm like, okay. I, I got three jobs, and I'm like, why? So some people like that. That's not me. I'm I'm not I'm not about that life. I'm about a life where I get to sleep in. I get to wake up and play with my kids and I I can sneak up into their school and talk to their teacher and pop my head in there and see what they're doing. I can go have lunch with them. So that's that's me. Some people don't live, they're not thinking about, they don't see life like that. And that's fine. That's your views. I respect it. Not me. Owning a business that's done right give you the opportunity to do that, right? I'll take two $10,000 clients for a month instead of $2,200 clients. You know what I'm saying? Like I, That's just how I built the brand to work, right? You can build your brand to work that way. People think that... Uh, the nice way to put it is people who grow up on the bottom of things... I taught hard work pays off and you keep working. You're told that by your boss. Your boss tells you to show up to work every day. They're not putting in the time you putting in. They playing golf. They don't miss a concert from their kid. Their kids concerts and soccer games. You do. Because it's designed for you to do that. Not me, Jack. Not doing it. The average CEO only works about 30 hours a month. I mean a week. The average CEO doesn't work like you think he works. He got it real easy at the top. Don't believe me? Go read any business book you want. They will tell you to include time to go play golf and clear your mind and make better decisions. Just being honest with you. Make sure you get 8 to 10 hours of sleep. Like the average CEO, maybe a startup may grind like that. The average CEO for Coca-Cola, he not showing up when you showing up. He's just not because they understand that they need that mental clarity to make great decisions. And you don't get mental clarity in an office, in a cubicle. You get mental clarity on a golf course. They get it. However, you, you need to show up. Make sure stuff working. So work smarter. Don't work harder. There is ways to be a cinematographer. I'm so new school with it. I'm, I don't, I'm, I, my, my idea and approach on Chasing my dream of doing this has evolved from what others may have done three, four, two years ago. I'm just not, I just don't go that route. I want to own it. I want, I want to own my content, right? I don't want to somebody making more money off me than I'm making off myself. That's my only goal in life when it comes to this business. I don't mind. I don't, I've been, I've been in a company that made $6 million off me. And gave me a t-shirt. I'm struggling to pay bills. They brought in six million off me. Gave me a pat on the back and a t-shirt that didn't even fit. You know damn well I ain't no medium, bro. Look at me. You know damn well I ain't no medium. They gave me that medium, pat on the back and said, thank you, sir. It's one of them days. But, you know, and the thing is, like, like I said, you can build a business. There's, look, at, we're, we're in a time where everybody, 
as much as some people don't like social media, social media will fund your future. Let people stay on them phones. COVID sped it up. That means companies need content for social media. That means they need somebody to shoot it, to film it, to take pictures. You know who that person is? You. If you position your brand in a way that solves their problems. They don't need, they don't need pictures. They don't need somebody to come take a picture. They need somebody to provide a solution so that they can benefit from this time where people are on social media more than anything. They need a solution. They don't just need a picture, right? You gotta, you gotta offer that solution. iPhone. If you're just a picture man, I say it all the time. iPhones will take your job. iPhones will take your job. What's going on, bro? Represent D. Okay. What up, though? I was just there 48 hours ago. So, you want to make sure that you are a you provide a cinematic solution. You are a solution provider with content. Using content to provide a cinematic solution. You can, you can use that. I'm giving that to you for two easy payments of free 99. Provide a cinematic solution for your client. You will not go broke because you can't run out of that camera. Listen, this is what I love about what we do, right? You can go in a room and create something in that room, upload it from that room. It can go on the internet, get a billion views. You can lead that room rich. You can't name other fields and industries where that's possible. You can literally take your camera and your and your your den, kitchen, living room, film something that goes viral that will make you a million dollars. Name another industry you can do that in. So keep in mind, like understand the value of the content you create, right? We we're just the first generation. So we, we don't really understand the long game yet because there has not been long game yet, right? The, the, the movies, you know, great movies that are still making, making money for 40 and 50 years, still new. The Gone with the Winds, the, you know what I'm saying, the Wizard of Oz, is, it's still new to us. Like, we're still like our grandparents, maybe? Our, our parents, maybe? It's still new. So don't undervalue it because we don't understand it. I remember listening to um I remember listening to an artist that had came out with a song and it made they were struggling. I can say they were struggling. They made they were their net worth was about four or five million, right? This one song, one song made the record label a hundred million dollars. Now they made full albums and whatever. And their net worth was like four million, right? And with the art, and the artists didn't own the masters because they didn't understand the value of owning the masters. They didn't know we were going to be streaming. They didn't know, you know, you know, uh, Apple Music was going to pop up. They didn't know about ringtones. They didn't know about all that stuff, callback tones. They didn't know about having their songs on soundtracks. They just didn't know about it, and they missed out on that money. That, that they could have been getting over and over again because they didn't value content. Yeah, you shooting a video for dinners up the street. Value that content. Yeah, you shooting a video for somebody. You don't know where this stuff is going, right? Just like they tell you, if you got kids, you tell them, hey, be careful what you post on the internet. Can't delete it. We don't know where it's going. 
You may want to run for president one day. That picture of you drunk from 40 years ago may pop back up right as the day is time to go vote. That audio of you saying F this and F that may pop back up. Be careful what you put out there. There's a flip. There's a positive side to that. We don't know where content is going. Don't limit yourself by not, uh, you know, take not by not understanding the value of the content you create. You are a content creator. It is a gift. You are a st- I always look at myself as you, you ever see people that write the Bible. You ever hear like the Bible and people write the Bible, like how important those people were, right? They were historians. You got a camera. You're, you're technically a historian. You're capturing history, right? You're a part of pop culture. Take that with pride. Understand the value of that. And don't like, don't underestimate what you can do for a company, right? I'll give you an example. Um, there was a video a guy did on YouTube talking about how great Patty LaBelle sweet potato pies were, right? Nobody gave a damn about Patty pies. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. You walk right past him. You walk right past him in Walmart and didn't care. This guy had one YouTube video that went viral. The company did $60 million in sales because of his video. You know what they did? They sent this dude a free pie, told him thank you. Seriously. The guy who was talking about the Popeye's, oh, Popeye's chicken, at least Popeye's brought him on and did some commercials with him. People underestimate value, underestimate content. Don't be that. Create content, own your content. Um, Make sure your contracts are legit so that you own your contract, your content. And, and be the best content creator you can. If you shoot video, you can record audio. That means you can do podcasts. If you shoot photography, you there's so many things you can do with photography. Learn video. Be a, be a, you know, be a double-edged sword. If you got video, learn photography. Be a double-edged sword. All right? There's so much value in content. Let me give you another example. Look at all the, the, the groups and bands you know from the 70s and 80s that are broke right now because they signed some contract. Some old fat guy somewhere getting paid. Every time that song play, he handing it to his kids who handing it to their kids and they're getting paid every time the song stream or every time a movie they shot got went from film to remastered for VHS and then it's digitally remastered for DVD and then it's remastered again for Blu-ray. Then it's upgraded to 4K to go to street. Like what? Every time that happens, somebody's getting a check. Every time that happens, somebody's getting paid. Don't sell those rights. Don't give that away because you want to work for somebody because you don't want to understand how to, you don't want to pay the money to set up an LLC. You don't want to take a course to learn how to run the business. You don't want to invest in yourself. People say, well, what do I invest in? I got stocks and I got invest in yourself. I'll be damned if I go spend money and hope Tylenol sell. When I can control what Flash Film Media do, I know I'm going to get up and grind every day. I don't know what them guys at Tylenol are going to do. They may decide they don't want to work today. They may say, hey, we made enough money. We're closing it down. Before I invest in a stock, I'm going to invest in myself. That's, that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. But people are more comfortable 
investing in the company they never heard of. Their friend told them, hey, this, these shares went up three cents over the past six months. You may want to jump on this. You're right. <laughs> but don't want to buy a course. Like, but don't want to invest in lenses or, or, or invest in books to help them understand how to color grade footage better so that their end product is better. Who don't want to invest in a $10 audio book to understand how to turn a lead into a client. But they'll invest in some company that they've never heard of that's called GBH. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm investing in GBH stock because their stock went up two pennies in two hours. Okay. You can learn how to turn a lead into client and take those 300 people that's coming to your website every month that's not doing business with you, close two more a week and make an additional $100,000 this year. Or you can go invest in GBH and make an extra two cent this hour. Like, come on, like, think about it like that. Invest in yourself before you invest in this other stuff. All right, uh, Justin, the stream will be available later and it'll be available on the podcast. So if you want to listen to it, content in cash is the podcast. So invest in yourself. Understand the value of content. Understanding the value of content will help you in the long run. So again, let me go back to the initial point. It's great to be a cinematographer. Go for it. Realize it's, it's just a job. You are a contractor. There's nothing wrong with it. If that's what you want to do. However, you can go listen to you can go listen to one audio book on how to start a business and start a company and own everything. Gotta own it. Master course, the goal is Black Friday. We're gonna start doing pre-orders soon. So that's one thing I push here at Flash Room Academy. If you're not subscribed, please make sure you subscribe. Please make sure you hit that thumbs up button. All right. Bought a $700 lens. My family thought I was crazy until I made the money back within two days. Yes. People want to flip everything, but they, but they sells. They want to buy this to sell that. If you're smart enough, you can learn how to provide a service and flip what you spent in learning that service into something you can do every day. Every day, every day, every day. They won't be. People think you're crazy, but they'll go to a pyramid scheme to, talk, to learn how to turn $100 into 1000 by bringing 12 of your friends. No bueno. It's not working for me. Invest in yourself. Go get a book. Listen to audio books. Cut music off. Right? Let's talk about, let's talk about E over E. Educating yourself more than you entertain yourself. There's only so much booty shaking and shooting and Loving you can hear on the radio all day, every day. Cut off the radio. Get an audio book. Learn something during that drive to work every day. If you're working just to work and you're not working to build something, I got bad news for you. You caught in the system. You're in the matrix. Creating 84. Good looking out, bro. He said, what is the acceptable response for a client uh, that's requiring raw files? Meaning, why do I need to sell them to them instead of giving them to them for free? Um, okay. So there's two ways you can do it. One is raw files won't play directly natively on their system. I got to convert them files. It takes time. I'm charging you for that labor Two, We hold on to originals. Even if I give you raw files, I'm not going to give you, I'm going to give you a compressed version of the raw file. You can have raw files. You'll never have, if we ever got to go to court and I got to determine what came first, the chicken or the egg, I'm going to always have what came first. Period. If people want, listen, they're, they're clients who want raw files. Cool. I'm, 
I'm going to take the price and I'm going to ball it up and I'm going to throw it in the air. And if you want to pay for it, I'll be more than happy to provide you with raw files. But they will never be the top of the line final files. Um, Will the master course cover demo reels or that be a standalone course? So there is, we already have a course um, that covers that. It will be attached to some form of, of um, some package. But we already have a course that cover it. Good looking out, Christopher. Say, I appreciate what you do. I've learned so much. Um, as your products are great. So, I, I mean, I, I definitely appreciate you, bro. I'm glad I'm able to. Listen, I'm going to tell you what's crazy. I'm going to tell you what's crazy. These are convers- like conversations that, that I have on here are conversations that I will have with people that just didn't get it. And I'll be like, I got to be somebody that's going through this. I can't be the only person that's going through this. It can't just be me. I, I don't, I want to start a YouTube channel, but I don't want to just talk about gear all the time. I want to, I like, how are these YouTubers making money to buy this gear? Is it from YouTube? Do they got a regular job? Who, who owns a red and an Alexa for what? Like, I need to know these things. They were working regular jobs. They were buying it or renting it. So, something to think about. Um, With that course, we're offering 15% off. In fact, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's test this out. Let's test this out and get this popping. All right, here we go. Hey, pause for a second. I know you're in the middle of something dope, but I want to make sure I tell you about a course over at Flash Film Academy that changed the game for me. It literally took my business from attracting mostly low-end clients to consistently landing bigger clients with bigger budgets. It's called the five key steps for creating an effective portfolio that converts. If you're a photographer, videographer, editor, or graphic designer, this course teaches you how to take what your brand does well and present those things in a way to help the client understand how your brand can help solve their problem. This course isn't just about editing, but helping you understand that when clients are trying to make a decision on why or even if they should work with you, blasting them with your best video clips set to music just won't cut it anymore. It doesn't set you apart, show value, or help buyers in the process of making a decision. This course teaches you how to create a commercial for your brand, providing a first impression that will help you 10x your ability to land clients. Remember, if you can't effectively tell your story, clients won't hire you to effectively tell their story. Create a demo reel that sells the client before you even speak to them. Go ahead, click the link. Let's get started. There you go. That's that's that. Um, currently do not have a Dutch version of the contracts. However, I am seriously looking. F- I'm thinking about offering them in different languages. It is a completely. It is a long. Like if I get enough feedback from people in different languages, then cool. But it is a big investment. It's a big investment because you can't just translate them. They literally have to be rewritten because certain words in English don't hold up in different languages the way they do in English. So I don't want to just Google translate them. I want to make sure that, um, that we have lawyers who can, who can write it in a way, um, where it still holds the same. So I'll definitely look into that. Good looking out. 
good looking out on that. I'm definitely looking at that slate. Um, so one thing, um, let me see something. So does the principle of your job making 10x off you apply to every industry, even with civil services, police? Yes, of course. Everything. Everybody's making a profit off you. You can go to the army, they'll make profit off you. Yes. You got to realize this. Business, that's just how business works. Every business, even nonprofits, make profit. They just don't blow it in the way we blow it. Every, you are, no company's hiring you to break even. None. Zero. Nope. Doesn't work like that. No business will survive if they break even off you. They need money to go into stuff that run the business, right? They need you, they need to pay you a nickel so that they can make 25 cents off you so they can go and pay for your uniform, your health care, you know, things that they give you. So something to think about. Reaching out to clients is, depends on niche. It's different per niche. If my niche is dentist, it's going to be completely different than if someone was a uh, dog groomer. Uh, you just go about it differently. <laughs> So something to definitely think about. Something to definitely think about. How long do you hold on the footage? It depends on the project. If I feel like there's longevity in the footage, I'll throw it on a hard drive. If I don't, I won't. I won't. Okay, so that's, that's definitely something to think about. So let's talk a little bit about, I just want to make sure those who are watching that came in for the cinematography side um, fully understand the route you can go um, because I think it's very important. I think it's very important that you understand. Um, post that on the screen for you guys. It's very important that you understand. Um, you can use them just the way they are. Yes. Yes. You can definitely do that real. Can you use the contracts in the Netherlands just the way they are right now? Yes. So it's very important that you understand the route that you're taking going the cinematography route. You're a contractor. It's a job. You have to be hired. You can be fired. Your pay is determined based on what the industry says and your skills and capabilities and talents and portfolio and what you provide. So it's extremely important that you keep that in mind. It's a whole different ballgame from owning your own. Completely different. How important is video to a brand's integrity? It is extremely important. In today's in today's world, it is extremely important. No problem, Ms. Mina. Um, you know, content companies live and die by their social media, right? Their Twitter, um, their their videos on their website, their videos on their Facebook. They live and die by that. Great video, great content will help build that brand um, in a way where you can, you know, that that brand can extend further and do more. There are companies that live and die by their videos. Look at like a Vox Media. Look at some of the um, some of the, the the smaller media companies that um, do a lot of news coverage and documentaries. Like like we expect a certain thing from. Them. Look at Disney. If Disney came out with crappy video or didn't portray their brand in a way that's wholesome for the family, you lose faith in Disney, right? It's extremely important. End of Jobs. What book would you recommend after my personal MBA? End of job. End of Jobs is a book that you have to read, right? What's crazy is End of Jobs 
was very relevant before COVID, and it is spot on. Like I like I don't know if that dude is telling the future or it is so spot on with what we're going through with COVID. End of jobs talk about the, the change in the industry. So um it's it's definitely very important that you read End of Jobs is one of my favorite books. Like it was an eye-opening book. And just to give you a quick summary, End of Jobs teaches you how to identify industries that aren't going to be here long and why, right? And I'll give you an example. Industries that don't change a lot die overnight. Cab drivers, same for 50 years. Make a phone call, cab show up, take you where you want to go, pay. One morning they woke up, it's Uber, it's gone. Hotel industry, been the same forever. Wake up one morning, it's Airbnb, dying. So um, it teaches you how to look at the industry different and how to be a part of what's coming and not invest in what's gone. Don't be a Sears, be an Amazon. What are some of the benefits of using motion graphics um, in your video as a content creator? Motion graphics are huge because people learn different. Some people got to hear it. Some people got to see it. Some people got to be told motion graphics touches the visual side of learning, right? It helps people understand, you know, what things are. It helps people relate to your video other than hearing your voice or being told to see it. Motion graphics are extremely important to, especially when you're doing corporate, do get a corporate client and show motion graphics along with their talking head and watch how much watch how how much the um the intention attention spans go up um how how their viewers how long viewers usually typically stay with a video that has more more, more motion graphics um and the ROI from that whoever paid you to do it will go up because they'll see more engagement better call to action motion graphics are very important it's something that a lot of people sleep on but it's good so you know um, let's see. We'll answer this and we'll get ready to wrap because we're at an hour. Mr. B says, um, he says, Ty, I recently had a client who were very happy with content I produced, but they didn't want to move to a subscription model because they weren't happy with the social media, um, views or interaction. Okay. This is what you need to do, right? Where's my, where's my one graphic at? This is what you need to do. Focus on providing the solution more than the content, Right. You need access. Hey, I need access to those stats. I need a better understanding of who your target audience is so that we can create content for that audience. You telling me the video you want is great, Mr. Client. I totally respect that. And I'm sure you feel like that is what works for you. However, if I can get access to, access to analytics, I don't have to guess. I can look at it and understand what they want. And we can create content based off what they want, which will increase engagement. It'll have call to actions that work and it will increase your return on investment. So you can tell me what you want, all you want. That's fine. However, the, the, the solution that I need to provide comes from analytics and not just what you think. And, and I would say it more tactfully. I'm just breaking it down for you and I, you know what I'm saying? If you go to your doctor and I use this analogy all the time, if you go to your doctor with, with, with back pain and you're saying, give me some Vicodins or whatever. Give me some strong medication for my back because my back hurting. A real doctor will take a look at your whole body to determine why your back hurting. Because it could be an insole that you need. 
You know, you could be walking with the wrong shoes. It could be something that simple um, to help you, you know, fix your problem. And if they can solve that problem, if they can solve that problem, you will be a client for life. You will be a client for life. You get a lot of people coming in. Um, you, you will definitely get a, a client for life. So it's something that you want to make sure you solve that problem. And not, and you're not just, you're not a drug dealer. Remember I tell you all the time, don't be a drug dealer, be a doctor. Talk to the client, understand what they're, because a lot of times people who are coming to you for video, they're coming to you because they got a problem, right? Sometimes you need to over, you need to jump. You need to go around the fact that they want multimedia and find out why they need multimedia because they're trying to solve a problem using content and they may not have the expertise to solve that problem. They just know they want video. So you may need to find out, well, well, what's the problem? You know, well, we're losing a lot of employees. A lot of people come into orientation and they get on job. And I, I, I'll give you an example. I had a client and I told this story before. I had a client that was losing people the first week of the job, right? Because they had, they, they wasn't, they were not doing a, they wanted a video for the orientation. So people can be up to speed and they wanted videos and training, right? And the issue wasn't that they weren't training people properly. The issue was when people apply for the job, the video that was there didn't properly explain what the person was going to actually have to do. The video that was on their website to recruit all these people who came and sat through orientation and training hit the floor like, what is this? This ain't what I wanted. This ain't, this ain't what I want to do. So the solution was making sure that we had three videos. Now, mind you, they came for one video, which was training. The solution was providing three videos that had the same message across. The video, the job recruiting video, which we end up doing they can't look, they came for one video and end up getting 10 because they had 10 different job openings. We created 10 different videos. The orientation video and the training videos were all in line to actually show what their job truly was. Before it didn't do that. They were like, people were we, we're spending so much money with people leaving this turnover, we're not able to we're cutting into our profits because we gotta pay for uniforms and you know, we gotta get people in payroll, and that costs money. Looking at their problem, I was able to determine that when a client come to your your website, which you got on Career Builder or whatever, Monster, the video that they're looking at don't look nothing like what you just showed me on the floor. That needs to be corrected. Then the orientation needs to be in line with that. Again, we need to re- reiterate that this is what you're going to be doing. Then the training needs to prepare them for that. So when they hit the floor, it's not shock. Oh, I didn't. It's not what I signed up for. That client ended up getting like 10, 12 videos. We still work with that client to update those videos. We keep master files. Little things change. I'll give you an example. During COVID, uniforms have changed. How they sanitize have changed. We can just go plug in a new part on that training video. So that training video is up to date. And they, un- and, and, and they know, now I got a client for life. Where are they going to go? They're going to go somewhere else to have them try to re-edit it. We have all the files. We have the program files. We can pull it up in Final Cut Pro, swap out a clip, have it ready in no time. We'll come back out, film it, pop it in, 
boom, we're ready to go in three days instead of having somebody refilm it and it take three months. That's a client for life, right? Because we offered that solution, because they were able to see a return on investment, because I was able to look at analytics from the company and see that they're losing people within a week. I understood what the problem was. I gave them insoles instead of drugs. I gave them insoles and a back brace and alleviated the problem long-term. We got rid of the problem long-term instead of just a quick cash grab as a filmmaker. I'm going to shoot this one video and we are. No, that's a client for life. And I'm going to tell you another thing from there that you got to think about. When people leave that company, because I'm in an area where economy is great, a lot of businesses, they may poach from that company and you may get somebody in finance to go over here. You may get an instructor to go over there. When they go to their new companies, guess who they call? This guy. Hey, this is such and such. I was working over it. I'm over here now. Hey, man, you know they having a problem we had over it. Cool. I come in. I got another client for life. It happens like that so much. So, something you got to definitely think about. Um, Something you definitely got to think about. I want to make sure I... Uh, you got to make sure you offer the solution. Got to make sure you offer the solution. All right, guys. With that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap. It's been an hour. I'm going to go ahead and wrap. Um, Thursday, if you're a gold member, if you are a gold member, you know Thursday we usually stay on for about too long. <laughs> I want to say we always stay on for like three hours or something. Wait, that's not the graphic I'm looking for. I got a graphic for that. I got a graphic for everything because uh, graphics are important. Um, Thursday, you want to gold members will definitely be on um thursday at 7 p.m if you need graphics by the way that's where you want to go if you need letterheads logos that's the guy you want to talk to he's really good at what he do big shout out to parker big shout out to parker listen today is a very important day i don't care who you vote for i just ask that you go out and vote um i ask that you go and do your thing show your support if you believe in this country and you support this country and Whatever way you are, I don't. That's not my business. That's on you. Um, I, I'm not in the business of telling you what you should and shouldn't be doing. Remember, I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm just, to, I'm just here to help you on how to think. Vote. Go out there, stand in line, do what you got to do. Wear your mask if that's your thing. If not, just don't cough on me. I believe in giving people the right to choose. Period. I don't care what you choose. I don't want to. I don't want to be a part of the group that takes your choices away. Do whatever you like. As long as it don't come over my fence or through my front window or get me sick, it's your world. Live it. So wear your mask if that's your thing. Be safe. Take care. Um, and I will see you guys definitely in the next video. If you want to listen to this or you want to listen to past episodes because we get down, we got a podcast for that. It's called Content and Cash. It's available everywhere you go. Make sure you guys hit that, that like button. It really helps the channel. Um, in a world of reviews um channels that talk about the business side get buried in people don't it's not the cool side of content creation um but those who value it get it those who want to turn their passion into profit they get it those who want to wake up and live the life that they want to live and film every day and pay your bills and drive the car you want and take care of your family they get it at some point i feel like you're gonna come see me when you want these cameras that come out, you're like, how is everybody spending $3,500 for a camera? When you're ready to learn and you don't want to get rich quick scheme, you don't want a pyramid scheme, you want to actually learn the business side 
of how to go and sell this service that you've worked hard to create or this talent or this skill set, you're going to come see me. And when you come see me, I'm going to get you right. It is what it is. I'm going to get you right. And I'm going to have, I'm going to help you understand the business side. And you got to take the blue pill. You can't, you're going, I'm going to pull you out of the matrix of being a consumer to understand how business works. And once you get that mindset, you start looking at weekends as, as paydays and not hangout days. Holidays is time for you to really rake it in instead of times for you to pay it out. You start to look at the world a little differently when you're on the business side of things and you break this 20, 30, 40 year commitment you've made to being a consumer. You're bred to consume. We got to change that. We got to put you on the other side of that. You shouldn't be broke after holidays. You should have a big bank account after holidays. But it comes with understanding that you've been you've been designed and made to be a consumer. That is why I mean, red pill, you're right. That is why that is why your Internet is filled with more entertainment than education. I'm going to leave you with this. Go look at where you spend money. Add up your Netflix, your cable. Add up what you spent on entertaining yourself last month. Right? Is it as much as you spend on educating yourself? If it's not, it's up to you to make that change. You can't get out of the situation you're in worried about some drama on TV. It's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. I just want to be real with somebody got to tell you, right? Somebody got, and nobody on TV going to tell you. Educate yourself more than you entertain yourself. Cut off the music, turn on the audio book, turn on a business podcast, turn on something where when you finish that drive, you understand more about going in the right direction than you did before you got in the car. Shaking that booty and twerking and working and rapping. And that's cool. There's a time and place for it. Just don't make it every day. It's a time and place for dessert. Don't eat it. If, don't eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right? Eat your vegetables. You know what I'm saying? Grow your business. Start your brand. Create generational wealth. Pass on your intellectual property and your physical property to your kids. Make their life better. Show them that it's never too late to be great. All right. With that being said, I'm out for the day. Y'all stay thirsty, my friend. Hey, follow me on uh, Instagram. Let's chop it up. And those in the Facebook group, you know we're gonna get it in, man. There's be some crazy stuff in there. I love it. You need a community. You need people around you that get it. All right. I will see y'all in the next video. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.